0: Welcome to Live and Lead for Impact. I'm Kirsten Ross, your host, and this is episode number 177. I have an amazing guest for you. I've been obsessed with just the simplicity, but like how awesome his business is. So I always say you just never can think of all the different business ideas that are out in the world. And, but he has found this unique niche that he's used for many years. So his name is Brian Winch. He's the author and creator of Clean Lots, America's simplest business. Brian's been involved in all aspects of the parking lot litter cleaning business since 1981. He can show you how to start and operate a simple business based from home and make money from a green service that's almost as easy to do as going for a walk. Brian, I love it. Who would have known? I mean, I had, ne- you know, it's just never crossed my mind. A parking lot litter cleaning business.
1: That's right. It's <laughs> uh, it's pretty simple. And and I think a lot of people don't think of it because they don't see the people actually providing the service. So uh, uh, they just assume it gets done, but, you know, maybe by the, the garbage fairies. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, if you're doing it right, they don't see you, right?
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: So um and what I loved even more is your heart and the way that you are using this business and sharing the knowledge that you've gained over all these years to help others find a way to make money uh for their themselves and their and make an impact in their community. So um tell me about the work and what impact you hope to make in the world.
1: Okay, well I started this business. It really is a very simple side hustle. Back in 1981, um, I was working a full-time job, and I was 21 years of age at the time. And, and I decided, I, you know, I wanted to do something for myself as opposed to you know working for for somebody or a company um, for the rest of my life. And I've always enjoyed working outdoors. So make a long story short, I, I started looking at you know, what I was available to me and what I could do. I, I didn't have much of an education, barely graduated high school, not much money in the bank, and not a lot of skills at the time. So I looked at various cleaning opportunities or were providing services, and I recalled that my father, who had recently passed away at the time, uh, he did a number of little side gigs uh, to supplement the family income. Uh, he was a caretaker or a janitor for the public school system here. And he had taken me um, along with him a couple of times to help him clean up the litter outside this uh, nearby shopping plaza. And uh, I remember how easy it was. It was almost as easy to do as going for a walk where we just simply walked the entire property, uh, which consists of the parking lot, the sidewalk surrounding landscape, and sweep up any litter material into our litter collection tool. And uh, so we were done in a matter of minutes for the time it walked, uh, or, or took to walk the property. So, with that memory in mind, um, I started testing the market for the service to see if there was anything to it. I could you know if I could build it from a side gig into a full-time business, which I did. And um, back in the the day, um uh, there was no internet, so I just uh, grabbed the the internet of the day, if you will, the big fat yellow pages, the telephone director. And uh, I started thumbing through the pages uh, under uh, property management or real estate management companies and and cold calling them and asking them if they'd be interested in, in such a service. And um, I think I was about three, four, five calls in to my uh, list of prospects. And um, the property manager said, you know, this is a great opportune time for you to be phoning me because we were just having a discussion in the office this morning that we weren't happy with the the contractor that was providing the the litter cleaning or litter pick service for us. Would you be interested? I'll give you the addresses, go out, take a look at them, and get back to me with prices, And which we did. And that's how we started out uh, with three properties uh, in 1981. And uh, within two, three months, um, I was able to land more contracts to clean more buildings. And I was making more money working part-time or as a side gig than I was at my full-time job. So I gave that up and continued to grow the business and scale it to, to various lengths over the the many years. So almost four, well, 40 years now.
0: Yeah, it's incredible. And so t- tell me what's the current uh, state of the business? How many employees do you have?
1: Well, you know, like I, the, the main intent when I started the business was just to be able to work for myself, keep it really simple. And, you know, I didn't want the hassle of employees, et cetera, whatever. And I did that for about four years, and uh, and then I guess uh, you might say I was I became a victim of my own success, where a lot of my clients were asking me for more, uh, more, and more of me at uh, at their properties, and uh, so I made the decision to to scale up. Uh, uh, we brought some other people into the business, and uh, we uh, you know continued to grow the business, and uh, and and then uh, we started adding more people to work for us part time, whether it be. Uh, Throughout the week or the weekends, and we eventually scaled up the business to the point where you know we're we typically service about 150 properties under contract and uh, bringing in uh, annual revenues of about six hundred and fifty thousand dollars to seven hundred thousand dollars a year just cleaning up litter, and uh, you know we 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 still do that. I mean it's almost 40 years later, but at one point I. I looked at what I was doing and and how I was able to create this, and I thought this would be a great opportunity for other people who uh, were in my shoes or 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 in my shoes that you know they don't have much money, they don't have a lot of skills, and they want to get involved into a a business where they feel good about the service they're providing and and making a difference in their communities by providing a cleaner environment. So I decided um, I was going to share my experience. And uh, I came up uh, with a book or an operations manual and started marketing that on my website, cleanlots.com, a, a few years ago. And I'm showing other people across the country, um, you know, how to get involved in this, this opportunity and, and really take it to any level they want, whether it's just a simple one-person operation or, or, or build, scale it into a successful full-time operation, um, you know, much as I have done.
0: Love it. And then how long ago did that book, your operations manual, how long ago did you start selling that?
1: Well, well actually the, 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 uh, the idea uh, came about four years or five years into the business. And so I started writing the first draft and, and, you know, going back and forth, et cetera. But and the first book came out probably about 15 years ago, but, um, it, you know, I've revised it several times since and, and, uh, have, uh, in, in recent years, um, taking it more seriously and getting the word out there and, you know, spreading the word about this opportunity. And that's when I created the website, uh, cleanlots.com. And, uh, I've created some other, um, you know, related products that, uh, help people market the business or, or make the, you know, the, uh, running the business more smoothly. And, uh, and I've also decided to offer free support, um, as my way of giving back, um, to an opportunity that's done so well for my my family and I over the years. So um, uh, I make that offer on my website, anyone who buys the book. And uh, really it is such a simple opportunity for for, for people to learn that they don't need me much after a while, but you know, I understand everyone, especially people who haven't been in business for themselves before, you know, they need uh, a mentor. Uh, Someone can kind of show them the ropes. Well, you know, what do I do to get started and what do I need to do, et cetera, et cetera. And, and I'm more than happy to help them out as um, like I say you know i I would have really have appreciated somebody uh that was around when I got started it would have saved me a lot of time and money uh you know in getting the business started
0: so that's the part that I absolutely love. I mean here you talk about the simplicity of starting this business, but of course there are always hiccups and things to learn and researching and missteps when you're starting anything new, and just the fact that you Still thought like, wow, it it was simple, but I'm going to save someone the the challenge that I experienced, (laughs) you know, the hiccups, the missteps uh, by creating this manual, this operations manual that will make it even simpler for others. And then it's uh, like, wow, that you're also giving, you know, offering up your time to uh, mentor and coach others as they start a similar business. So
1: I know. Oh, go ahead. Oh, well, I was just going to say it was a lesson I learned early on in in my business that to be successful, you have to provide extra value or do more than what you say. So so, you know, going back to the cleaning business, um, you know, anybody can clean. But um, what we do when we're walking the sites, if we happen to see. You know, some some uh, um, uh, property damage, if you will, or or graffiti, or or someone has done some illegal dumping at the rear of the property. We make a point to communicate that with our our customers, and they really appreciate the fact that we're acting as an extra set of eyes for them. And it you know, it helps cement that relationship we have with our clients, so they're more likely to want to continue to do more business with us. And you know, as a result, I, I'd have to say that, you know, that's one of the reasons why we've had some clients for you know for 20, 30, 35 years. And and I, I actually do one property now for the for almost 40 years. And it just amazes me how time has blown by. You know, every time I'm at that property, I can I can think back 10, 20, 30, almost 40 years ago you know when I first started cleaning that property. But it, it's all about Doing more than just you know than what you you know promised to uh, or what would you say you'll do and and so that morphed into uh the the mentoring uh or the free support when I wrote my book um uh you know and it also leads to great testimonials on my website as well
0: oh that's great, yeah now I know when you and I first spoke, you shared uh you know impacts that you've seen happen for people who have started these businesses and maybe it's, um, you know, providing for their own family or just the pride that they're taking in helping their own community look better. Do you have a, an impact that you've made over these many years that really fuels your passion? I mean, I know as an entrepreneur, there's always going to be bumps in the road. And so it's so helpful to think back to like, why am I doing what I'm doing? And, you know, what are some of the, the impacts that I've helped to create?
1: Well, I mean, you know, starting back to the, the, the original cleaning business, um, you know, I wanted to start a business where I could work for myself, but I soon uh, and quickly realized that I really enjoyed what I was doing. I mean, I, I mentioned earlier, I, I love working outdoors, but, but w- when I uh, clean up the litter from a, a shopping plaza in my community, I, I really am making a difference. At least I feel that way. And I get, take pride in, in, uh, in, in keeping my community uh, cleaner. And it, it spreads and, you know, it, it spreads to the people that have bought my book. And, uh, I've ha- had some communication from some people by a phone call or an email that said, you know, Brian, wow, I, I've been, uh, volunteering my efforts, cleaning up litter in my community for a number of years. Now I had no idea I could also get, make money doing this. <laughs> and so uh, they get involved and, and so, but the point is they enjoy doing what they're doing and whether it be part-time or full-time. And, uh, you know, some other people, um, have reached out to me and said, Brian, I bought your book, you know, a few years ago. And, uh, you know, I just do this on the side. I, I love my full-time uh, job, uh, you know, the benefits it provides and everything, but I needed to make a little bit of extra money on the side. And, uh, that's what I've done. And I put three of my kids through college, thanks to, uh, your opportunity. And, and it's always nice hearing from people you know, uh, how I've touched them and, and uh, what they've been able to do with it really is this simple opportunity that I call America's simplest business.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So tell me, uh, you personally, what's the biggest internal or external challenge that you've had to overcome? And how did you overcome it?
1: Well, when I when I got started, um, I, I didn't have business experience. So, you know, I, I, I at the same time, I, I didn't take no for an answer. Uh, you know what? Uh, if you run into roadblocks, you have to find solutions wherever they may be. Uh, and at the time, without the internet, I mean, you know, you would use the library or uh, for resources, books, and you, you would learn different things about marketing and how to do this. Or in some cases, you know, you, you can't do it all yourself. You would reach out to to those people that are more competent. It could be an accountant to the, to do your taxes or set up a bookkeeping system or Sometimes um, you know you need some legal advice, and and uh, you know if you don't have the money to go to a a lawyer, uh, oftentimes you can reach out to your local colleges uh, that offer um, um, you know law degrees, or and um, um, it's a great resource to to, uh, to to rely on the students. Oftentimes they're, they're looking for real case or business experiences, and uh, uh, you know you can always contact your college and find out. Uh, you know, if they're set up to do that, and uh, you know, you, it, it, there's all sorts of avenues to get uh, great advice that doesn't have to cost a lot of money, and uh, and so you know, once the internet came, you know, it makes it that much easier now to you know to do a Google search for a number of topics to to find out, but um, but yeah, you just always. You know, have to keep moving on and and you know finding answers to to solutions or or, or you know uh, you know if, if you if you're ever stuck and and not give up.
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, none of us has a a straight path, that's for sure. But I think one of the unique things about entrepreneurs is that tenacity and creative problem solving. <laughs> We're good at bootstrapping too when we need to. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, I mean, ultimately, you know, if you're working for yourself, you're the boss, you wear many hats, but you don't ever want to be that boss uh, or or working for somebody. If you're, you know, work, still working for somebody uh, and your boss says, well, no, no, I'm going to throw in the towel. I, I can't be bothered to find a solution. Well, that's not good for your, uh, for the business, whether it's yours or anyone else's.
0: Yes. Right. So uh, tell me, how do you you know, are there any mindset shifts or motivational strategies? What do you, what do you do to help yourself stay motivated and moving during those tough times?
1: Well, you know, you, again, you need to simplify things and you need to make a plan. It doesn't have to be a six month or a five year plan, but, but uh, you know, what are you going to do this week? What do you hope to accomplish uh, and break it down, you know, you know, for, you know, each day of the week, you know, what, what did I accomplish today? What do I, what do I set out to do? And, and so by the end of the week or at the end of each day, actually, uh, you know, you feel good of, about what you accomplished that day and, and you're always moving forward. And, you know, sometimes you're going to have setbacks, but then that's when you have to, uh, figure out, okay, well, how am I going to get over this hump and and find a, to, a solution to that? But, um, you know, oftentimes, like when I started my business, I had no sales experience and, uh, you know, if I didn't make those cold calls, uh, you know, i you know, what am I in business for? I'm, I'm, I'm not going to get any clients. And it really isn't that difficult if you think about it. You know, I oftentimes hear people say, you know, I, you know, I've never sold anything in my life. And, you know, I can't do that. Well, you know, yes, you can if you really think about your life history. I mean, when you were a little kid. And you wanted an allowance, you, you know, darn rights, you found a way to sell your mom or dad on why you needed that, uh, you know, that raise an <laughs> allowance or, That's or right. that special toy or whatever. And then eventually, you know, through life, I mean, when you started dating, you had to sell yourself. Um, when you, um, w- were applying for those first jobs, it was part-time jobs and you were in a job interview. You learned the skills, to, you know, to be presentable and, you know, how to conduct yourself and how to sell yourself. And it's really no different when it comes to operating a business and and like in my case, you know, selling a simple service, you know, cleaning up litter outside parking lots and, you know, you sell the benefits um, and, you know, how, you know, how am I going to make my customers life easier or, you know, how am I going to save them money and give them a a better service? And and that's what it really boils down to. And, and uh, you know, so you're kind of educating your prospects, but, uh, and you know, so it, it becomes much easier if you break it down and, and think about it that way, as opposed to oh, I'm I'm going to pick up the phone and and try to sell sell something to somebody.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh, I've so many people. You know that word sales or selling has such a negative connotation. But what we're picturing when we have that negative connotation. Is the used car salesman that's trying to push us to buy a car that doesn't meet our needs. (laughs) You know, that they're just they just need to hit that quota. You know, if someone's serving themselves instead of you, but like true sales, consultative sales is all about the other person and being authentically able to say, like, here is the value, here's what I'm gonna do for you, and then really meaning it.
1: Yeah, and you know you don't have to be the the, uh, um, uh, the, the, uh, the movie type of salesperson right. where you, you're a fast talker. I mean, the, the secret to sales is, is listening to your clients or your prospects and, you know, what do they want? And, and, uh, and, and then answer to them and let, uh, and, you know, once you hear what their problems are, I mean, offer solutions.
0: Yeah. It's so funny. There's been a couple of times when, you know, someone will say like, Oh, you need to meet with Kirsten. And so I'll be sitting you know, in an office with a business owner and, and they'll say, all right, give me your pitch. (laughs) And I just look at them and I said, you know, wow. I said, you know, honestly, I I don't have one. I said, I'm really here to hear what your challenges are right now and see if I might be able to help you with those. I mean, ultimately that is exactly what it's about. And guess what? If I can't help, in the situation that they, they end up telling me, I'm not going to try to help. I'm going to point them to another professional who can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's then, right. yeah. So that, and then it feels good because you're just being in service.
1: Well, and th- that's a great point because, uh, I, um, when you were talking about that, I, I recall, you know, I mean, lots of times throughout the year, especially springtime where, um, We will get contacted. Somebody's been to our website uh, for the cleaning business, that is, and they see what services we provide. And they'll call us or contact us um, on our contact page and they want to know more about power sweeping. And uh, and so I get back to them. I make a point to make sure I reach them and I I explain that we don't do power sweeping, which is, you know, sending in the street sweepers or the the machinery to clean up gravel, et cetera, and and, uh, grit especially after the winter months where it snows in, in certain parts of the country. But uh, we, you know, this is the service we do. We provide year round litter pick and uh, you know, this is what we do and and we can save you money and give you cleaner litter free properties. And, and uh, you know, I, it's an opportunity to educate prospects. And oftentimes maybe that that's not really what they're looking for at the time. They really do want uh, to, to find a, a sweeping company, but they, they remember the conversation and sometimes they'll contact us, you know, you know, uh, you know, a few months or even a couple of years down the road. And and they recall the, the conversation we had and, and now they're looking for somebody, uh, to, you know, to provide their, their litter cleaning service, uh, or, you know, parking lot litter, uh, pick. And, uh, and so it works out for you. So, um, you know, you, you never, you, you, you learn never to pass up on an opportunity <laughs>
0: right. and it
1: doesn't, and it doesn't take any time you know to uh to be polite uh in that conversation even though you know you're not necessarily going to get a sale because that's not what they're looking for that day.
0: Right. And they appreciate it and they'll remember you if you if you help them out with a contact. Right. So, yes, absolutely. So, another thing that you said kind of brought to mind you were talking about um the the marketing and you made me think of um this little tip that I heard years ago that When you are talking to someone that you're going to help, they want to hear about the destination, not all the steps it takes to get there. And I actually just shared this with someone recently. And I I try to keep it top of mind because I do get so excited about helping someone. So I just start thinking like, oh, we could do this and we could do that. And and then their eyes glaze over. And, you know, (laughs) so here's the illustration that that someone shared with me years ago that uh, a travel agent They show you their brochure. They talk about the beautiful vacation. They don't say, what you're going to do is you're going to pack all your stuff into a really heavy (laughs) suitcase, and then you're going to get up at 2.30 (laughs) a.m. and hop into, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Like, we don't want to think about that part. Like, you know, if that's what they were trying, you know, if that's how they communicated to us while they were trying to sell us on a trip, we would be way less (laughs) apt. Exactly to happen, uh, Ex- but like, ooh, look at the beautiful picture of where I am going to be. We don't even think about what it's going to take to get there,
1: yeah, yeah, imagine being on that beach, yeah <laughs> don't 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 think about the other stuff you'd need to do uh, before you get there,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, right, so for you, it's the beautiful end point, so exactly, yeah, exactly, yes, you don't need all the details, so awesome, <laughs> well, so, um. What words of wisdom do you have for others who want to make their own unique impact in the world?
1: Well, you know, find, uh, you know, do an inventory of your skills and wants and desires. Um, And, uh, and there's a number of different ways to do that these days on on the internet. Um, But, but, you know, you can just start with a piece of paper and just write down things that you would like to do where you think you would like to do and and uh, on the other side of the paper things that you don't like about your current life or you don't want to do and uh, get involved in something that uh, you you think you would uh, you would like doing or have a passion for and then you're less likely to give up on it and uh, you know there's too many people that are looking for business opportunities for example that, um, and they're just chasing the dollar signs and they, and they think, you know what, oh, if I can make this kind of money, I, I can do anything. I'm willing to do that. If I can make this kind of money. And, and I, I think that's the wrong approach because you, 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 at some point, um, um, are going to get stuck and then, uh, you'll lose patience and you'll just give up on it. And that's why I think uh, so many people fail at a number of, uh, you know, business opportunities that they, they try their hand at is because at some point, they just decide, you know what, this this isn't fun, you know, and then they move on and they look for something else. So so um, whatever you do in life, whether it's a business or or uh, if you're looking for a new job or a different career, you know, you'll find something you think that uh, you would enjoy doing and, and help people. You know, uh, if you if you think that you're providing value and you're helping people, you know. Um, get ahead and, you know, wh- whatever it is. And, and that's the the mindset that you have. I think you'll be more successful. And if you're successful, the money will follow.
0: Yes. And, you know, working for yourself, it, well, one, I always say, I mean, regardless if you're working for yourself or others, we spend so much time there, like enjoy what you're doing, figure out a way to enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. And if you're just there for a paycheck, I mean, ultimately, yes, we need to have our basic needs met and you know and we can have set goals for other things that we want but if that it's it's ultimately we you know maybe a part of our brain might say like oh yeah that'll be fulfilling but like ultimately we all have this innate desire to feel like our lives are part of something bigger than ourselves and uh yet the money can't fill that
1: yeah exactly and i i I realized that when I was 21 and, and uh, you know, when I was working uh, as a shipper receiver for a sporting goods company. And I I th- thought, you know, what am I really getting out of this other than just a paycheck? And I couldn't see myself doing that for the rest of my life. And so, you know, that's why I, I started by doing an inventory. You know, what can I do? What can I do? And what's available to me? And and I guess I was fortunate that uh, I found something uh, fairly quickly that uh, met my needs. Um, and uh you know like i you know here we are you know 40 years later and i'm still doing the same thing and I, and you know i don't see myself ever quitting cold turkey like you know some people they w- work their entire lives and and they they have a certain date on the calendar and they're looking forward they're living their life towards yeah. that uh, that calendar date when i can retire but you know i enjoy doing what i'm doing and i, I guess i have the luxury of of uh, of cutting back my hours and having more people do more of the work for me. And, um, uh, I really enjoy what I'm doing. I can't really see myself giving it up completely. Uh, it's, it's just, I'm having too much fun.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love to hear that. I always say my work is play and I love it that way. Like that's, that's what it's, that's what it's gotta be. So yeah. That's awesome. Uh, well, I love that. And I have so enjoyed talking with you. I, uh, I know we were having a little hiccups getting on the with the whole technology <laughs> situation. And uh so I appreciate you moving through uh technology challenges and I'm so glad because I was like, Oh, I really wanna interview him. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm uh I'm super glad that you, uh, you went through all that to, to make it happen. And you helped me learn something today too. So,
1: well, like, like I said, Kirsten, you just got to find ways to, to make it happen, make it work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Yes. I saw that in action today. You found a new <laughs> little link to send me to, so we could connect. There, so. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So thank you so much, Brian, and please connect with Brian. Um, you know, this might be sparking some ideas for you. I know that I am I've honestly got some ideas of some other people that uh, you know might need this operations manual that might be able to turn it into a business. and so uh, his link again is cleanlots.com. and I'll also have that link on the show notes. You can find that at defeatthedrama.com, click on the podcast site, and then go to episode 177. So thanks so much for tuning in. I hope that you're making a great impact in the world with the work that you're doing and if you need any help with you know some inspiration clarifying maybe you're struggling to get your team to do what you need reach out I am happy in 12 minutes I'm going to help you create some kind of breakthrough you will come with a good outcome so just reach out defeatthedrama.com forward slash call and you can grab a spot on my calendar I look forward to connecting and until next time make it a great day